It wasn't the biggest win of the year, but I'll tell you why the LA Kings had one of their most special nights in a long, long time this past Saturday. We've got a new contract for Phoenix Copley and lots of trade rumors surrounding the LA Kings and Jacob Tricken. We'll talk about it all next on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. We are at 1,204 subscribers at last check. And if you're new to the YouTube channel, we have had a goal of getting 100 new subscribers each month. We've had that streak going on now for four or five months, so your help in keeping that streak going would be greatly appreciated. My name is Eddie Garcia. I am your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years, the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the last 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30 years. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. The second half of the NHL season finally got underway for the LA Kings this past Saturday with a very, very special night. The Kings retired Dustin Brown's number 23 and unveiled a statue of him outside Crypto.com Arena and then went out and destroyed the Pittsburgh Penguins. We start with the pregame ceremonies. Um, stick tap to the LA Kings for the job they did honoring Dustin Brown. I thought the presentation was near perfect. Um, I unfortunately did not attend the event in person. My wife just had knee replacement surgery, so I needed to be home to take care of her. But I did watch all the coverage on television and also props to Bally Sports West. I know there have been times where Kings fans uh, haven't maybe been in love with their coverage uh, of the LA Kings, but I thought they actually did a great job covering uh, the entirety of the event from uh, the Dustin Brown uh, jersey retirement ceremony to the unveiling of the statue. Um, Thought they had some great moments where they had some in-between interviews with Jarrett Stoll and Dustin Brown that were really, really great. Uh, as far as the ceremony itself for Dustin Brown, I thought his speech was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think it was Andre Kopitar who said that he uh, it was the most he had heard Dustin Brown talk ever, which uh, which is, you know, it was a joke, but it was also, you know, went to show you Dustin Brown is a guy who didn't talk a lot. So it was really intriguing to, get, to see him get up there and really give a heartfelt speech um, that really covered everything perfectly. I thought it was a great job by him. You had former Kings, Rob Scuderi and Matt Green speak. Uh, then Dustin Brown got up with his speech. And then Andre Kopitar followed that up uh, by asking Dustin Brown to put on his number 23 jersey one last time. And then the Stanley Cup was brought out and Dustin Brown lifted over his head for one final time. Of course, the LA Kings captain for their two Stanley Cup winning teams. He was the first LA King to touch the Stanley Cup lifted over his head, did it twice. So him doing that again, reliving that moment for everybody there in attendance and watching it on TV was absolutely a perfect way to uh, wrap up that ceremony. And then, of course, Dustin and his family on the ice for the uh, number 23 to be lifted into the rafters. Uh, and then we had, while the teams were warming up for the game, uh, went outside with a statue unveiling, um, which is a statue of Dustin Brown holding the Stanley Cup over his head. So uh, it was a near-perfect night, I thought, um, starting with the ceremony. 
Um, if you're looking for a couple of things to maybe nitpick, um, you know, there were a few empty seats in the lower bowl when the ceremony started, which was a little disappointing. I was told by friends in attendance that the arena was mostly full. Um, it would have been nice to have all of the players who had had their jerseys retired in attendance. Um, Wayne Gretzky and Marcel Dion were not there. Uh, the ceremony was a little bit long. Maybe they could have had just one former player speak instead of two. Um, and then, uh, you know, outside when they had the the statue unveiling, they had one of the Kings executives speak. Maybe just Bob Miller could have spoke just to kind of make things a little bit more streamlined. Um, but all in all, I thought the night was absolutely fantastic from top to bottom uh, involving the Dustin Brown jersey retirement ceremony and the, the statue unveiling. Um, just a great, great night. Dustin Brown, I thought, absolutely hit out of the park. And then the decision again to have the Stanley Cup brought out and have him be able to lift over his head one last time, that was phenomenal. As for the game itself, that was pretty good too. Uh, really not sure what to expect from the Kings after 10 days off between games. Um, would they look rusty? Um, far from it. Uh, they looked energized, maybe even inspired by the Dustin Brown ceremony because all the players were out there on the stage with Dustin Brown, all the current players. Uh, and I know when Dustin Brown lifted the cup, I noticed Kevin Fiala and Victor Arvidsson uh, were wide-eyed and the looks on their faces were like, God, I want to do that one day, lift that cup over my head. It was it was noticeable. You know, some of the guys who obviously haven't been there to do that. I mean, most of the guys haven't been there to do that for the LA Kings. And I, I don't know how, if you've got a heart and a soul, you could watch that ceremony, see that happen and not dream about doing that yourself and being a part of a spe special Kings team. So I hope the, the Kings were inspired by that. They certainly played like it, jumping out to a 2 nothing lead in the first period on goals from Jarrett Anderson Dolan and Alex Iafalo. And I don't think that that goal by jad got as much attention as it needed to he jumped in the air and deflected the puck into the net from between his legs that was amazing and i know real time if you were there you probably couldn't see it to appreciate it even on the replay it took you a moment to kind of realize what happened that was a fantastic goal by Jarrett anderson dolan and then in the second period adrian kempe scores a natural hat trick three consecutive goals Two at even strength, one on the power play to, you know, really break the game open. Uh, Kempe, the first king to score three goals in a period since Dustin Brown on March 7th, 2020 against the Minnesota Wild. Then the third period, Kempe added his fourth straight goal to become the first LA King to have a four-goal game since Dustin Brown, April 5th, 2018. I mean, how perfect was that? Kempe is the seventh player in the last 30 years to score four consecutive goals in NHL history. Uh, he now leads the Kings with 26 goals on the verge of another 30-goal season. And to cap it all off, Phoenix Copley recorded his first shutout as an L.A. King. He stopped all 25 shots that he faced uh, on the same day, uh, or on the same weekend, I should say, that he signed a one-year contract extension, which we'll talk about more in a second. Phoenix Copley is now 16-3-1 this season. Uh, the Kings get a 6-0 win to cap off a very special night for the organization. Um, I just, it's special in every way from the start to the finish uh, from, you know, obviously the Dustin Brown, uh, you know, honoring to the way the Kings played. And then with Adrian Kempe scoring four goals, Phoenix Copley getting the shutout. I mean, it was nearly a perfect night for the LA Kings all the way around. One of the more special nights the Kings have had 
in recent memory, to be sure. I mean, maybe the most special night they've had since they won the Stanley Cup on home ice against the New York Rangers in double overtime. Uh, I can't think of anything else, frankly, that has been more special than that night. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment, but just, I don't know. If you're a Kings fan and you watched all that or you were there for it, I don't know how you didn't walk out of that arena with the biggest smile on, on your face that you've had in quite some time. That was an absolute blast. That was special. That was amazing. I didn't even mention the Kings did get a couple of players back uh, for that game as well. Trevor Moore and Arthur Kaliev returning to the Kings lineup. Moore had no points, 15 minutes and 21 seconds of ice time playing on the second line at the no line. Uh, Moore had been out since December 23rd with an upper body injury. Kaliev also no points, uh, 11 minutes, 43 seconds of ice time playing on the fourth line. Uh, Kaliev had been out since December 20th reportedly with a broken foot. So good to see those guys back out on the ice. Um, they weren't noticeable. Uh, but that's also a good thing on the flip side of it. Maybe they didn't make uh, a ton of plays necessarily, but they also didn't look out of place. They didn't look rusty. They didn't look like they didn't belong on the ice. So good to have those guys back going forward and um, just a great night for the LA Kings. And as has been our tradition of late, uh, we need to crown a King for their latest win. Uh, and symbolically, I guess we could give it to Dustin Brown, but hell, he got his Jersey retired. He got a statue. He's good. Uh, Phoenix Copley, uh, on any other night would certainly be in the running for his first shutout as an LA King. We talked about the big news of him getting a contract extension. Um, but no, uh, I will gracefully rest the crown on the head of Adrian Kempe. Uh, he is crowned the King for his four straight goals against the Pittsburgh Penguins, joining a very elite list of LA Kings who have ever scored four goals in a single game. Adrian Kempe is our king of the night. Long live the king. Uh, we've got more on Phoenix Copley and the latest trade rumors involving Jacob Chikrin with the Kings. And we'll do that in just a second. But I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by, uh, brought to you by Athletic Greens. Uh, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, refocus. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, costs you less than $3 a day, and it's just one scoop and a cup of water. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health and to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So since our last uh, LA Kings, Locked on LA Kings show, uh, we have some news to pass along and that that is goalie Phoenix Copley has been signed to a one-year contract extension worth $1.5 million. Copley was to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. Uh, he gets a well-deserved raise from the $825,000 that he's making for this season. Uh, as mentioned before, his record 16-3-1 so far on the season. He's already tied his career high for wins in a season. He's obviously going to break that. Uh, currently has a 2.77 goals against average and a 9.01 save percentage after recording his first shutout as a king. Uh, Copley and Cal Peterson are currently the only Kings goaltenders that are signed for next season in the entire organization. That includes Jonathan Quick and minor leaguers Matt Valalta, David Rennick, and Jacob Ingham. Uh, Quick will be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. Valalta, uh, Rennick, and Ingham 
will all be restricted free agents at the end of the season. I'm sure if you've been paying any attention at all, you uh, saw all the rumors swirling around Jacob Chikrin. Uh, if you have not heard, uh, the very talented left-handed defenseman uh, is no longer in the Arizona Coyotes lineup. He is scratched. And according to head coach Andre Tourney of the Arizona Coyotes, Jacob Chikrin will not play again until, quote, something happens, end quote. And the something happening is going to be apparently him getting traded. Now, just because he says that doesn't necessarily mean it has to happen. Uh, Jacob Chikrin is under contract with Arizona for the next two seasons. They don't have to trade him uh, if they don't get the right offer. But uh, if you pay attention to any of these things at all, when someone is a healthy scratch, that usually means they are about to be traded. Um, obviously, they're not going to be put on the ice because they don't want the player to get hurt, and then that would ruin any kind of a trade deal. So usually when a player like this is a healthy scratch, obviously it's not for performance, uh, it is because a trade is imminent. So we shall see. Again, the Coyotes coming out and saying on the record that basically Chikrin's not going to play again until he is traded. So uh, there were lots of rumors swirling around involving the LA Kings and Jacob Chikrin over the weekend. Uh, Nick Kiprios, who is a former NHL player and talking head in the media uh, north of the border, said, quote, something like a Jacob Chikrin Kings Coyotes trade is centered around 2021 eighth overall pick Brant Clark. Uh, Jeff Merrick, who's on Hockey Night in Canada, said that sources have told him that Jacob Chikrin is not going to the LA Kings, Edmonton Oilers, or Toronto Maple Leafs. And Dave Pinota of the fourth period reported that he has been told the LA Kings have informed Brant Clark that he will not be traded. So could uh, all this be an indication of something? Yes. Could it all be nothing? Yes. Uh, it depends on who you want to believe. Um, for what it's worth, um, you know, I'm someone who is in the news gathering business to report on things for Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Nick Kiprios is a guy who throws some stuff up against the wall. Uh, I would I would trust Jeff Merrick and Dave Pinota uh, much more than I would trust Nick Kiprios for what that's worth. Doesn't mean Kiprios couldn't be right. Doesn't mean that uh, that Merrick and Pinota, uh, uh, Pinota can't be wrong. Um, but that was the report over the weekend. Um, and I will just say this. I, I, I've talked about this before. I would love to have Jacob Chikrin on the Kings for many different reasons, uh, but not at the price of Brant Clark. Uh, I, I think Brant Clark, in my mind, is almost untouchable. Now, there's always the right price. Um, but I, I think he is a, going to be a very special defenseman for the LA Kings for many, many years to come. Now, that's an opinion. That's not a fact. It remains to be seen. You could certainly argue Jacob Chikrin would help the Kings now and in the future, where obviously... Um, Brant Clark is not going to help them now and may take a few years to help the Kings into the future. That's fair. Um, but for me, uh, I would not include Brant Clark in, in any kind of trade unless it was something really, really extraordinary that filled all the Kings needs. I know we, I've mentioned it. I've certainly seen it circulated on social media as well about a potential trade that involved the Kings getting Jacob Chikrin and Kirill Velmelka, the goaltender from Arizona um, and if the Coyotes were willing to take Cal Peterson's contract off the books because they definitely have the cap space to do it, maybe 
maybe then I would consider it because that would be a deal that would fulfill really the Kings two biggest needs going forward and get Cal Peterson's contract off the books. I would consider that. I don't see that happening. Uh, like I, I've said many times, Arizona is in the position of strength here. They don't have to trade Jacob Chikrin. They want to trade him. It looks like they're on the verge of trading him. It's been talked about for a long, long time. But again, they could hold on to him and then trade him in the offseason. They could trade him before the NHL draft. If they don't get, they, they're looking for their price. And if it's not going to get met, they can hold on to him. They don't have to trade him. He's not a guy who's going to walk after this season as a free agent. They've got him under control for two more years. So I know it looks like something is imminent and maybe it is. But again, the Coyotes don't, they, they're going to hold out for exactly what they want. And if they want Brant Clark, then as it was reported, apparently he's not going to be, Jacob Trigger's not going to be part of the LA Kings if you believe the reports. And I do, uh, as far as Brant Clark not being available in a trade for the LA Kings. So that's where we stand. Things could obviously change at any moment. Um, and again, it is obviously newsworthy that Jacob Chikrin is, as they said, he's not going to play until something happens. So it does appear something is imminent. Um, if something does happen involving the Kings and Jacob Chikrin, um, obviously I've recorded, I'll be, have recorded the show today without anything going on. But if you follow on uh, social media, if you follow on Twitter, if you follow on Instagram, I will definitely post some sort of instant reaction video uh, on one of those uh, platforms. If you want to see some instant reaction, once something happens, if it does happen later today or tomorrow after I've recorded the show for tomorrow. So there are options for you to hear. If you don't want to wait till the next day's show, uh, you can check out uh, at locked on LA Kings on Twitter or at locked on LA Kings on Instagram. If something goes down after we've already recorded the show, uh, for that day. So that's the latest on Jacob Chikrin. And that's the latest on obviously Phoenix Copley getting the well-deserved one-year contract extension. Congrats to Phoenix. So I noticed he's wearing a, a new mask uh, for the second half of the season. I guess with the Rays, he can, uh, can afford to upgrade the, uh, the equipment a little bit. Uh, so now that the second half of the season is underway for the LA Kings, where are they standing right now in the Pacific Division as far as the hunt for a playoff spot, we are going to talk about all about that in just a second. But first, I need to let you know that today's episode of Lockdown LA Kings also brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. It's the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel app, uh, the number one sports book in America. Uh, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's a bonus bet back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sports app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Uh, then you can bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to three pointers made. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same day parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That is fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Well, as we do each week on a Monday, it is time to check in on the Pacific Division standings for the start of a new week. It remains very tight, and um, you know, one good week or one bad week could really be a difference in a team making the playoffs or not. As far as how things look um, now, as opposed to last Monday, uh, with the Kings not playing for most of the week, uh, going into last Monday, the Kings were tied with Seattle at 63 points atop the division. Um, they were one point. The Kings were one point up on Vegas, three points up on Edmonton. 
as of last Monday. As of this Monday, the Kings did not lose any ground to Seattle. Both have 65 points. Edmonton did gain three points in the standings to tie LA in points. And the Kings are now three points back of the Vegas Golden Knights. So Vegas is currently the top team in the Pacific Division, record of 32-18-4 for 68 points. Uh, they moved from third to first place from last Monday to today. They went 3-0, wins at Nashville, Minnesota, and Anaheim. They did lose their number one goalie, Logan Thompson, who was their all-star representative uh, the other day. He's week to week, um, and they're still without their captain, Mark Stone, who suffered a back injury, and he's likely going to miss the season. So uh, Vegas playing some good hockey of late despite some injury issues. We'll see if that lasts. As far as what's going on for Vegas this coming week, they will play Thursday at home against San Jose and then Saturday at home against Tampa Bay. Seattle right now is your second-place team in the Pacific, 30-18-5 for 65 points. They dropped from first to second place in the division as from a week ago. They went 1-3 this past week. They lost at the Islanders, lost at the Devils, and lost at the Rangers. They did win at Philadelphia on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, they are without leading scorer Andre Barakovsky for a while. He was placed on injured reserve, so a serious injury for them. Um, this week on Tuesday, they're at Winnipeg. Thursday, they host Philadelphia. Saturday, they host Detroit. Edmonton is currently in third place in the Pacific, 30-19-5 and five or 65 points. They, they moved up from fourth to third from last Monday, going 2-1-1. and one. Um, They won at Detroit. Excuse me. Yeah, they won at Detroit. Sorry, lost in a shootout at Philadelphia. Won at Ottawa and then lost at Montreal on Super Bowl Sunday. This week, the Oilers will host Detroit on Wednesday. They will host the Rangers on Friday. They'll play at Colorado on Sunday. Your LA Kings, currently the number one wildcard team in the West. They're in fourth place in the Pacific. Record of 29-18-7 for 65 points. They dropped from second to fourth in the standings as from last Monday. Uh, they obviously beat Pittsburgh in their only game of the week. Uh, coming up this week for the Kings, they play tonight at home against the Sabres. Friday, they're at the Ducks, and then Saturday at home against the Coyotes. The Calgary Flames are in fifth place, 25, 18, and 10. They've got 60 points. Uh, they're still in fifth place where they were a week ago. Won one and one this past week for Calgary. They lost at the Rangers in overtime, lost at Detroit, won at Buffalo. Uh, this week, they play Monday tonight at Ottawa. Uh, Thursday, they're at home against Detroit, and then Saturday at home against the New York Rangers. As for the rest of the division, all sellers, for the upcoming trade deadline, Vancouver, 46 points. They've already traded away Bo Horvat. More to come for them. Uh, San Jose, 45 points. Uh, they've got Timo Meyer, who's going to be traded. That's going to be a big trade piece for them. They might trade Eric Carlson. Uh, and then Anaheim in last place with 40 points. They're looking to deal John Klingberg uh, if they can. So again, looking at the Pacific Division standings, Vegas, 68 points. They're three points up on Seattle, Edmonton, and L.A. Uh, but obviously, it's all very, very tight. Uh, I mentioned that the Kings are in action tonight. They are hosting the Buffalo Sabres, looking for some payback for that embarrassing 6-0 loss in Buffalo back on December 13th. Of course, the Kings, the next game after that, beat the Boston Bruins in Boston and have been playing much better hockey ever since. Kind of a turning point in the season for the LA Kings. I remember the Kings allowed six third-period goals against the Sabres in that one. Uh, Buffalo is in the hunt for a wild-card spot in the East, but they've lost three in a row coming into tonight's game. Uh, and their last game was an embarrassing 7-2 home loss to the Flames. Tonight's the start of a three-game California road trip for the Sabres. Face-off at Crypto.com Arena set for 7.30. It'll be broadcast locally on Valley Sports West. You can hear it on the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we will obviously recap the game against the Sabres. 
Uh, we'll see what the latest rumors are as far as uh, any trade chatter involving the LA Kings and, of course, whatever else pops up. Hope you will join us then. Uh, we'll also have a Friday feedback show coming up this Friday, as always. If you want to comment on anything going on with the Kings from Dustin Brown's ceremony or the Jacob Chikrin rumors, we welcome your, your feedback. You can send an email to lockedoneddy at gmail.com. That is lockedoneddy at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, your comments are always welcome. Uh, and also, uh, we encourage you to follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnLAKings. Also, on Instagram, at LockedOnLAKings. If there's any breaking news and you want to see reaction from me on whatever that news is, uh, you will find it there in between our Locked On LA Kings shows on the podcast and on YouTube. Thank you for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL Prospects, your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL draft, plus NHL draft rankings and top prospect comparisons for every team. That is Locked On NHL Prospects, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great day, and as always, go Kings go.